1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody and today I am here with very special podcast guests. They're all podcast hosts themselves, specifically teen podcasters. And so now go ahead and introduce yourselves.
0: I can go first. I am one third of the Just A podcast team. My name is Milan Lane
2: uh hello my name is matthew and i am the host of the that's so matthew podcast and i'm really excited to be here
3: hi everyone i'm gabby i'm one of the co-hosts of the seriously not serious podcast and i'm so excited for being here thank you so much for having me
4: hey guys i'm carmen and i host a podcast called the girly girl podcast and i'm so happy to be here
1: So, Matthew, let's start with yours, because yours is very entertainment-centered, and I think it's so interesting. Um, Go ahead and share, like, a summary about what you do.
2: Totally. So, uh, like I said, I'm Matthew, the host of That's a Matthew, and when I first started my podcast, like, over two years ago now... It was really terrifying because I had no idea what to talk about. Like you can literally go and look and there's podcasts for literally everything and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what am I going to choose?" So at that time, I was going through this really weird like phase of like TV reviews. Like I literally had like a whole blog about it, but I didn't like blogging. So I was like, "I'm going to take this to a podcast." And so I decided to specifically talk about Disney Channel. I have no idea why. It was very random, spur of the moment. Just like this whole podcast, uh, I've said it many times, it was literally like a Wednesday night, and it was like 11 o'clock at night, and I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. So on my show, I break down Disney Channel original movies and shows every week with amazing guests, and we like to see if it holds up or not. Like This is 2021. Sometimes we're talking about movies that came out 20 years ago. Does it hold up? how do we feel? So um, it's just quite a very interesting journey. And starting in November, I will be branching out to other TV shows and movies. So that's very exciting.
1: So let's go to Malone now. What is your podcast about?
0: Our podcast slogan is basically us, three women of color speaking about our perspectives in our life in modern America. And so really we talk about a, a range of diverse topics, but one point that we really wanna hit home is that we would like to destigmatize the idea behind tough conversations and that like let our listeners know that if we can have tough conversations and bring in different differing opinions, then so can you. We want to encourage others to do that as well. So a lot of it is about connectivity And so we have some hard-hitting topics as well as just fun, lighthearted stuff.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. So, Gabby, what is your podcast about? Okay. Um, So, again, I host a Seriously Not
3: Serious podcast with my best friend, Julia. Um, And our podcast is a little bit about everything. Just as Matthews, it was literally... Um, like a spur of the moment decision. Um, Julia and I, we weren't even friends when we (laughs) decided to create the podcast together. We were just like classmates. um, And then like, out of nowhere, we started talking more. And she texted me and said, like, let's start a podcast in English, which is not our first language. Um, And I just, we just went for it. Um, But our podcast is, it's, A little bit of everything we talk a lot about lifestyle a lot about um just like girl topics productivity living your best life being your best self and we really want people to be um comfortable with who they are and we want them to be um their best selves yeah we just very very we encourage that very much
1: awesome we love that so carmen what is your podcast about
4: so So, my podcast is similar to Gabby's. It's pretty much advice, fun story times. It's very chill, very, it's like something easy that you can listen to. And I also started my podcast like what Gabby and Matthew were saying, like spur of the moment. I didn't really think about it. I had the idea, and maybe two days later, I had recorded the trailer. I had no idea what I was doing, but I mean, here we are now, and it's so much fun, and I'm glad I started.
1: Awesome. Thank you all so much. So let's go ahead and get started with our first audience submitted question. So first of all, what do your family and friends think of you guys podcasting? This is an open forum. So whoever wants to go first, just go for it.
0: My family has been super supportive. I think all of our families have been like really supportive um and making sure that they like tune into our episodes our friends like a a lot of our friends when we first started they were shouting us out and like just making sure that everybody knew about us and I was like oh my gosh I feel so loved thanks guys uh so yeah just lots of support I think they think what we're doing serves a purpose so that's that's really nice
3: yeah same here um my family has always been super supportive but again, I think I caught them off guard because literally they didn't even know who Julia was. Like I, I wasn't her friend, <laughs> but they fully supported me um, since the beginning and asked for friends as well. Um, we were kind of like, I don't know, not, not afraid, but we were kind of like thinking that people would make fun of us because like nobody that we know has a podcast and especially like in Brazil for us to start a podcast in english like it really like doesn't make sense if you think of it um so we were very like worried that people would make fun of us or wouldn't accept us but literally everyone that we talked to and everyone that follow us and whatever um they were extremely supportive so yeah
2: they think it's a very comical for me because it's very like on brand for matthew it's like that's such a matthew thing or that's so matthew if you will uh there's just like this constant cycle of them being like Matthew is so like awesome he has such a pot he's a podcaster and they'll like tell their friends and their friends like what's a podcast so like my family very supportive my friends as well most of my guests are friends of mine and it's just honestly been so great at first they were very skeptical because they thought it was more of like a YouTube channel which they're not into like whatsoever but for it to just like be my voice I think that's like super cool and it's like not like my whole like self and also it's just like such a good getaway and all my friends and everyone has just been so supportive. Really scared to tell them at first, but once I did, I felt the love.
4: I would say my parents honestly didn't care. I was like nervous to tell them. And when I did, they were like, okay, like who cares? I mean, obviously they think it's cool, but I would say my friends and family, I mean, none of them really listen to my podcast, which I think I prefer. because so I would say, I say a lot of just like random things that I don't want people coming up to me and asking me about in real life you know, but so I don't really mind, but no one has, I was always scared of someone coming up to me and being like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. But I feel like everyone just thinks it's just cool. Like, oh, you're starting a podcast. That's so awesome. Good for you. And then it. or at least that's been my experience.
1: Yeah, same with me. It's honestly been kind of weird because not a lot of people at school or anything come up to me directly. Um, There's like my closest friends who always encourage me and I'm like so blessed to have them. And then my parents are also extremely supportive too. So I'm like, yes. But moving on to our next question. I really like this question personally. It is what advice would you give your past self when you first started podcasting this is kind of a toughie
2: okay i have one and i think almost everyone i, I talked to about this agrees uh audio quality is key um the first couple episodes of my podcast i'm so embarrassed because they're my most listened episodes by so much like the audio is just garbage and so my advice would be, Matthew. Please invest in some time actually searching how to do a podcast. Like, obviously, this was a, a year before the pandemic, so I didn't. I never heard of Zoom, so I embarrassingly just used a phone and a speaker. Don't recommend, but just quality is very important. I think it makes the podcast much more easy to listen to. So, just quality is key.
0: I would tell myself to just breathe because. A lot of times I can be really strung up about, like, I'm I'm very type A, and I also am just super nervous about, like, people judging me or whatever, you know, just regular stuff. Um, and with us kind of going into more, more vulnerable places in our podcast, sometimes, a, a lot of times it's lighthearted, but when we do go to that vulnerable place, it can be a bit scary, you know? But just, like, Being able to breathe and let it flow, let the conversation flow naturally, put your heart out there and yeah, not worry too much.
3: Yeah, I think I'd say something similar. Um, I am very shy usually, and I think I I, and I'm definitely a people pleaser. So I, I think I'm always way in my head about the things that I say. Um, and in the beginning, I think that really held me back. Um, so I would definitely tell myself to just be myself and not to worry about what other people think because usually like when we're um, authentic and when we're who we really are like that's when people really like us and when um, like we we reach the audience that really really um, resonates with us you know.
4: I would say I would tell myself pay attention to like the reactions you're getting from your audience like if you have one episode that's so much more popular than maybe another one try posting stuff that's more similar to that or asking your audience like hey what episodes do you guys want to see or even just looking at the amount of downloads you're getting based on an episode you do stuff that's more similar or literally asking people like hey did you like this episode trying to get constructive criticism and feedback I think can always help and will improve whatever you're doing even if it's not a podcast
1: Yeah, and I think for me, it's actually understanding the difference between having a podcast as a business and having a podcast as like a passion project, because in the beginning, it started off as a passion project. I didn't care what anyone thought. I just like found the guests I wanted to interview and we just talked. And then eventually, it kind of shifted into, oh my gosh, I can maybe make this like a business. And I I took it like very seriously to the point where it kind of hurt my mental health. And then eventually, I was like, actually, no, I think it's better off to just have this as a passion project instead of like being so focused in on all the numbers and stuff. So the next question kind of ties into what we were talking about. But what was your biggest struggle
4: handling podcasting mentally? I think for me, it was honestly like comparison. Because I mean, starting out, of course, everyone starts out on Instagram with zero followers. You have no idea what you're doing. You're like, I think I should have a social media for this. I don't really know. Maybe you're like, I, I don't know what's happening. And you're starting out and you're looking at all these other podcasts and you're like, oh my gosh, they have a thousand subscribers or followers, whatever, they have a hundred followers. I have zero. What am I doing? And I think just even right now, I'm still like, oh my gosh, like I should be doing better. But like followers, I feel like it doesn't really matter because it doesn't necessarily coincide to how many downloads you're getting or whatever. But it's so easy, especially on Instagram or TikTok, just to compare what you have to what other people, but like, you don't know how their podcast is actually doing. So it could be like, you have maybe 2000 followers but you're getting more downloads than someone who has 20,000 followers. Like, you don't know. And that's why I think social media can be very annoying. So for me, comparison was definitely a struggle and still can be.
2: Okay, I was just going to kind of build off of what Carmen had to say. Uh, Like, so when I first started my podcast, I just promoted it on, like, my personal stuff. And so it was not until, like, over a month and a half into my podcast before I even started an Instagram Like I had no idea how to like get the Instagram off the ground. Like you were saying, it's like you have started at zero and like, I wasn't like reaching out to like similar accounts or anything like that. Like I wasn't using hashtags, like everything you're supposed to do with social media, I wasn't doing, but I like still expected the results to come. And so like my biggest thing is like comparison, like that doesn't equate to your downloads or whatever. And I would just say that it's so hard to see someone who is like maybe having a similar podcast to you do be like the podcast that you want to be. And I think it's just that we're all in like the same playing field and that it's, you can want to be like the best you that you can be. But I think it's just important to just have fun with it. Don't worry about the downloads. And I, that's something I think I'm still working on like even to this day. So it's just, it's a slow journey of just realizing it's for the fun of it. And like even Melody said, like the business aspect gets too much just kind of just settle down and just realize that this is what you wanted to do. And no one else numbers, anything should get in the way of that.
0: I was going to wrap back around to what Melody said about business as well, because especially when you want to take it from being a passion project to more of a business and you want to expand to different forms of social media and you want to get more listens and all of that, it can be a lot. And, you know, just from an outsider's perspective, you're just like, oh, they just get on and like record their voices and then they post it for us to listen to. But like, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. And uh, with my group, we're kind of lucky to have three of us where like all of the load is not just on one person, but just remembering like, there's there's so many things to do. And then plus adding on the comparison game and all of that, like, I think that's what mentally took the biggest toll on me
3: yeah um i was gonna say pretty much what matthew and carmen said like comparison is something that really affects us and i think um whether we like it or not we are we we compare at least a little bit like and we worry about the numbers um and as matthew th- as matthew and carmen said like you you like they're not the truest things like if you if you follow a person on instagram like they might they might not have the the amount of downloads that you have and whatever um and i think it's also just that it things take take time like um you can't just expect it to happen like like from in a day like it usually takes time and if and we start to like compare to people who are like who have I've had a podcast for like five years, and I—I I, I don't know, like I've had for one year, and I'm comparing myself, you know. So it takes time, and um, it is a process, and you need to put the work to to actually receive a response. But it's not something that just happens, and usually, the comparison like that is what affects us because you kind of like lose that that awareness that one person is different than the other.
1: Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it's important to remember that the numbers you receive does not equate the quality of your podcast. Absolutely. And that's something that's really hard to remember and remind yourself constantly of. And also, like growing your podcast also requires some sort of luck too. Like some people just get lucky too. And it's like, oh my gosh, good for them, you know. But it's okay to not be as lucky and to take your time to slowly establish your following. Okay, so I'm really curious to know from Gabby and Malone, since you guys do have other co-hosts for your podcast, do you ever feel like this pressure that you're being compared with those you're working with? Definitely.
3: <laughs> uh, like I've never felt it felt it from like an audience member or whatever, like a, a listener. I, I've never felt like somebody um, like likes one better than the other or whatever. But I feel like I have... Like, sometimes I overthink, like, I think people like Julia better than me, or I think people like, you know, like, oh, she's funnier, you know, like, and it's not like, it's a problem, like, go ahead, like, like, like whoever you you do best. But sometimes, like, for example, um, like being funny, um, which is not something that I I think I am as much. And I, Julia is like the funniest person I know. Like, I think maybe people don't think, um, like, I'm entertaining, you know, or like, I I feel like there's a pressure to be... um, Yeah, there's a pressure. And, and I feel like I'm always comparing or thinking overthinking that like people don't like one better than the other. That makes sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I go through a similar thing as well. Um, And so there's three of us. And we'll do episodes like 73 questions with Amara, 73 questions with Kennedy. And so we'll each have our own episode. And so I'm like, oh, do people even want to listen to mine? Like what, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And yeah. then also around December or so, I just had this really weird uh, like period of terrible imposter syndrome. And so I was just like, I don't belong here. Like, I, I don't feel like I, I match up to what they're bringing to the podcast. And I also kind of feel like I don't have any proof telling me that I do. So like, you know, that was that, but that was just me. But so yeah, to answer your question, definitely there, there is some there.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting to hear. Because, like, Carmen, Matthew, and I, we're all just by ourselves. So, you know, it's, we're, we're tough on ourselves, but you guys have, like, an extra factor
0: to, I guess, consider. But, you know, uh, like, for you guys, I feel like there's that added pressure of, like, not having anybody to check in with and be like, oh, okay, was that good? Like, is this a good idea? Yeah.
3: I completely agree.
2: No, it's, like, so, like, I've literally been, like, I can't do this anymore by myself, I need someone else to be here with me, like, it's so hard to, like, go through the process of finding someone, and it's, like, when you're hosting a solo podcast, you're the one that you have to depend on, you have to depend on yourself, and to me, it's just, like, a lot, and, like, I never rarely do solo episodes, like, there always has to be someone there with me, otherwise, I just, I don't know, I just feel like I'm not myself, so, like, I totally agree with you.
3: I honestly could never like I think being a solo podcaster sounds so hard so really like props to you guys because it is not easy like I can only imagine
1: yeah and like Carmen she says everything by herself too I'm like how do you come up with so many things to talk
4: about honestly I for me it's never been that bad because so I'm like the middle child. So no one really pays attention to me at home, you know? So I'm just always by myself. I can talk to myself. I mean, if I'm home alone, I will literally talk to myself and I don't see anything wrong with that. But I do have guests on sometimes, which I mean is fun, but I've never had an interest of having a co-host because I just always think about like logistically, like lining up schedules, making sure everything is fine. And I always think this is so bad, but I'm like, I could do it better Like, I don't want someone on my social media. I don't want someone running all my stuff. I want to do it, which might be the wrong thing to think. But I like doing things myself. I think it's fun. And of course, I have lots of podcast friends. I mean, all of y'all. And then, I mean, some other people that I'll just talk with. I've, like, Facetime with people. We've shared tips and stuff. And I think that's always good. But I've never really struggled being by myself. I mean, maybe with managing my time. I mean, I'm on vacation right now and I had to record a bunch of episodes before I left because I'm going to be here for like six weeks. So I recorded all of them before. I actually recorded eight because I went on two trips. So Loki wanted to die, but I literally recorded one at like 11 p.m. at night the night before I had to fly out at 5 a.m., which I mean, probably was a very sucky episode, but we shall see still haven't listened to it, but I mean, it's fun. It's fun. Good times. Go you experience. girl
2: Snap for you.
4: Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so impressive. Like, for me, I think I can relate more with Matthew. I've been wanting to have like a team work with me. And I'm like, maybe I should post on LinkedIn. Like, is there anyone interested in becoming a social media manager for study break podcast? (laughs) Like, I think I'm pretty good with like finding guests and interviewing all of that stuff, doing more of the management side of things. But when it comes to social media, especially the fact that I'm faceless, like I it's really hard to make TikToks and stuff of being like hey guys check out this podcast instead i just have to use text and like people aren't attracted to that um so it's like hard to just create content ideas based on that so i'm like maybe i should just have like an ambassador or something.
2: totally i just want to add on really quick i was faceless for like a year and a half of my journey and then when I finally just decided to go for it, I was like, I don't really care anymore. I just was like, this is like me, and like if people don't want to look at me, then they can unfollow. Like that was just my biggest vibe. So, if you're ever struggling with that, just know that the time will come.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, thank you.
2: Yeah, it was it was terrifying. Like and like I only had like a small following too at that point. That was like before like I like kind of got a little bit bigger. But even like the loyal listeners, you're like, oh my gosh, like I did not expect you to look like that, or I thought you were like 10 years older, and I was like, oh...
1: See, that is what I am terrified of, because it's like been a whole thing that's like, study break, like, the girl is faceless, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to meet their expectations, obviously, like, you guys know how I look like, because we're literally in a call right now. But like other people, they're like, hmm, I wonder what she looks like, you know, like, I don't even know if they think about that. But for me, thinking about them thinking that
4: is terrifying. I honestly feel like it just, it feels like such a big thing, which I mean, honestly, personally, it probably is. But I feel like if you just went on your Instagram story and were like, hey guys, like, this is Melody. Everyone was like, okay, cool. Like, maybe they'll be like, oh, I didn't think you would look like that. But like, I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, no, or something. (laughs) Because, you know, you're great. And it's about your podcast. It's not about like how you look. And it's just about you. And so if you don't feel comfortable, I mean, you don't have to, but I'm sure everyone would accept you if you did decide to show your face. Period, guys. Thank you.
1: (laughs) All right. So moving on to the next question. How do you manage your time between school and podcasting? This is like the question that I always get personally. Everyone's like, how are you handling all the schoolwork and also doing so many things with podcasting?
2: I would say start using a planner. I'm a planner guy. I love my physical planners. I'm also a big Google Calendar person. I am just a scheduling guy. And so whenever I see like on my schedule, like during the school year, I utilize weekends and like weeknights to like edit, record, whatever it might be. And I would just say, this is like some people don't agree with this, but I personally am a huge like record a bunch of episodes and then post them over time kind of person. Like, uh, there was one point in the school year, I was about two months ahead, but that was, like, when things were going to get really busy for me. Like, I knew I wouldn't have that time to record. Like, that was during my musical. Like, I knew every night and during the weekends, I just wouldn't have that time. I'm currently stockpiling right now for something super exciting, which I can't, like, reveal just yet. But I am uh, trying to, before I go back to school in, like, a month, be done through October, which is frightening, but I would just say stockpile. That's something that works for me. It doesn't work for everyone, but like I know Carmen said that she did it for her vacations and I it just works for me. So stockpile is my tip.
4: Honestly, it was horrible for me. I absolutely hated it. <laughs> I wanted to die. Um, I prefer just recording each one every week, but I would say for me managing my time, it's also helpful. I like to write to-do lists. I usually like to do things on the same days every week since my episodes go out on Monday, I tr- I'll try to do it, like, edit on Saturday or on Friday, depending on when I record. But that always helps me, especially doing it on the weekend and tr- knowing that on Friday, if I have a study hall that day during school, I need to actually be doing work and I can't just be sitting on my phone watching TikTok, you know, And because, like, I don't have time over the weekend. And I think it's just about prioritizing stuff and also putting away your phone because it's so easy to get distracted. And it, if you have a list to put your list out, put your phone away. I always like to keep my phone in a drawer or I'll just chuck it on my bed and hide it under covers so I can't see it. But that'll just help me because I get so distracted. So put away things that distract you, maybe go out somewhere and try to just focus on your work and not on what's your phone.
0: Out of sight, out of mind, I love it. <laughs> um... For us, we love to have one in the bank. That's what we call it. And so we'll we'll basically just be one or two ahead. Um, and sometimes just a glimpse behind the magic. Sometimes you'll like hear us saying, oh yeah, remember we talked about that last week and we fully recorded it like an hour before. Um, but so that's what we do. And that just helps us because we have all three of us, it can be a little difficult to manage our schedules all together. And so just in case there's something that comes up or we have to push something back in the next week or whatever, we know that we have that extra episode that we can just hurry up, edit and publish.
3: Yeah, I guess for us, um, time management, Hasn't really been like a major problem because since we're two, like we can really balance the work off. Um, so usually, like I, I take care of a certain part of our Instagram, and then Julia takes care of another part. Um, but we're, for example, we we both like manage it, um, and like we we do like we bounce off of weeks. Like I edit in a week, and then Julia edits another week. So it's very very balanced, so that like one works, one work doesn't like get. Or, thrown into into another person's back. Um, and also I feel like um, kind of like managing our schedule hasn't really been a problem because we're both seniors from the same school, from the same like classes pretty much. So we pretty much have like the same schedule. Um, I guess like the only problem with time management we have is that like school here in Brazil is very different than in the US. Um, but we have like our time and our like school schedule and routine is insane. So it's very hard to like have um, to try and find a time that we're not like mentally exhausted to record and do the things because school usually already takes like that amount of time.
1: Uh, But yeah. Yeah. And I have an interview based podcast where I have to find guests from literally around the world and like taking the time to find out who I want to be as a guest is already very time consuming. I do like research probably for three hours per week just to just dis- like just to see who I should actually interview. And then editing takes pretty much double the time of the actual recording for me um and then social media stuff honestly at this point i'm just like so burnt out by everything beforehand i don't really care about social media even though i do know that's like the key to growing your podcast at this point i'm like oh my gosh i'm so tired (laughs) um but when it comes to time management again google calendar is the best Making sure you know the difference between prioritizing and doing things that you want to do. Like I don't know if that makes sense, but for example, for school, when it comes to school, I think I prioritize like my grades a lot more than how I'm doing on social media for my podcast. So I take studying um, more seriously than editing an episode. Like I can push that off, but I can't push off studying. So that's like the most flexible I guess it can get for my personal schedule
0: yeah just really quickly before we like go to the next question um another thing that really worked for us was like we know that we go on Fridays and we record and then by Wednesday we have the episode uploaded and so just having that consistent schedule that mainly worked for us was very beneficial um but also Melody how can you like go a little bit more into depth about like how you figure out who you want to have on your podcast? I think that's important part too.
1: Yeah. Thank you for asking. Um, so my research process, it's, I have to first come up with guests that I think, or I guess topics that I think would be interesting. So I've been looking for like teen authors, teen photographers, these are all people that I've had on my podcast before. And so after I come up with, you know, these specific people, I would go on Instagram, TikTok, search up hashtags, like hashtag teen author, and then just like a bunch of profiles would come up. And then I always find the people who always have like an email contact or people who reply to my DMs, literally anyone who actually like who I can actually contact. And then I also look at their profiles. I make sure not to have guests who may be like problematic because I really don't want to deal with that in the future. That's a really good question. Thank you. So let's answer two more questions. What episode are you the most proud of for recording, for publishing, for sharing with the world?
2: This is a really hard question. Uh, I guess I will go first. Uh, So I would say I have two. And the first one is when I first started my podcast back in 2019. I had, like, a really hard time finding guests, but I knew that one of my teachers, I was in eighth grade, and my social science and science teacher was a millennial teacher, and was a huge Disney Channel fan, and we had talked about Disney Channel before, and I had approached her to come on my podcast, and she actually came on two times, and I would say my Lizzie McGuire episode, which is a way throwback to, like, episode eight of the podcast and we're going on like 98 right now so like obviously that is a long time ago but it's a great episode and i would say like a current episode that i'm really proud of uh i really love my cheetah girls episode with tori from the ready to be petty podcast i just love that movie and i think the episode was so good and i think it was like when i finally like learned how to edit and like use zoom like properly after using it for six months I would say that that was like a turning point for my podcast. So I think that would probably be it for me.
0: Mine is a two-parter as well, um, because the episode is actually two parts. We decided that for April, which is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, that we really wanted to, like, especially speaking from the perspective of teen girls going into college, we wanted to make sure that we showed our audience things that they can do to stay safe learning different stats and learning it from professionals in the field that are working in in that arena right now. And so we took, it was a a full month of planning, trying to get these uh, law enforcement officials, as well as a representative from a human trafficking organization together. And then we had an interview with them, but just corresponding with them, getting our interview questions out to them, making sure that we were going to be answering the questions that our listeners actually had for those individuals, and um, just trying to get the best information out possible. And then there was a lot on the the social media side as well, um, with us wanting to be able to come up with our own information and making those like infographics about this topic. And so just with all of that preparation, I think we really came out with a, a great product, and it ended up being a two-part episode as a season finale to our second season.
3: I also would will have to say two. I can't choose one. Um, so I think the first one um, would be, like, there's this episode that Julia and I, we talked to a bunch of other teen, teen, teen podcasters um, and asked them for, like, their – biggest life advice that they could give to someone um and it's kind of like it was the first time that we were actually like meeting the people who we interacted with on social media so we were super super nervous and we talked we got to know so many so 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 many people so it was very very special to us um and the second one I would say is a solo episode that I recorded and I talked about my history with anxiety so I got like very very vulnerable with it um but I like I was very, very open about it. And I guess like, that's another one that I'm proud of.
4: Yeah, I think mine would be either, it was one of my first episodes where I talked about self-confidence. And I would say mainly that one is probably one of my favorite episodes because I constantly still get DMs about that or people telling me that my podcast has made them so much more confident, which of course just makes my day, just being able to see like what you're saying actually has an impact which has been really great. And then I also really loved my period episode one because it's like, I guess, considered like taboo to talk about. So that kind of put me out of my comfort zone, which I thought was fun. And then also seeing the reaction of how many people actually needed that information or didn't know things. Like I would say, episodes I'm most proud about are the episodes like I'm getting people's responses from I'm getting like oh my gosh this was so helpful this was great thank you so much for doing this like keep it up like those are some of my favorites also I just want to say the episode with the advice that Gabby was talking about I was on that and it was super fun and that was when I first talked to Gabby and like actually I guess really saw her I mean of course I've seen you on Instagram but that was a really good episode and everyone should listen to it oh thank you so much
1: I think for me, um, it's really hard because choosing a favorite episode would essentially be choosing my favorite guest. (laughs) Um, So um, I think, you know, just completely disregarding that I think one of the most impactful episode is season two episode one with Anastasia Um, it's about like the dark side of social media and it really um, honed in on how I was feeling during that period like I know Malone you touched on this um, like getting imposter syndrome around December like I had a really bad phase of just like mental health issues and just like struggling with comparison and really being anxious about absolutely everything (laughs) um, during December too. And so I recorded that episode, you know, as a form of, I guess, relief for myself, but also I realized the impact it made because I got a lot of DMs saying like, oh my gosh, me too. Like I completely relate with this and like your tips were so helpful and stuff like that. So um, it is really, really memorable. Um, but moving on, this will be our last and final question. Um, I think we can make this pretty fun by trying to simplify it to one sentence on how you would say what your favorite thing about having a podcast is. I know, I'm sorry to continuously <laughs> throw challenges at you guys. Yeah, I feel like this is a
0: brain <laughs> teaser or something.
1: Like, psych, you guys are in Jigsaw. Just kidding.
2: (laughs) Okay, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I would say it is a sentence because it's, like, a list of three things if we're, like, using the Oxford comma or whatever. So, the people, the experience, and the confidence that I have gotten from this podcast because, like, I'm i going off of a sentence, but I just wanted to like explain the confidence part. Like when you learn, start a podcast, you don't have the confidence of like just being able to record an episode and just talk to you or another person for 30, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever. And I think it's just helped me grow as a person and just like made me more confident as a person and who I am like today.
1: For me, I think I would have to say, Being able to understand multiple perspectives, that's like the whole goal of my podcast and being able to actually talk to so many people, over 60 different teens now from all over the world, like it's just really amazing to hear everyone's stories.
4: I would say, I mean, obviously meeting new people has been great, but for me, probably it's that this podcast has really helped me like determine what I want to major in in college because originally... I mean i had been thinking oh like i'll major in psychology but then i'm like do i really want to spend all day listening to other people's problems Mm, no so i mean it's like because i would say i really love working on social media and finding out like what works better than other things so like figuring out that i want to major in marketing i think would be really cool And I think that makes me feel better because I'm going to be a senior in high school. So, of course, I'm like, oh, my gosh, college stuff. That's all going around in my mind. So having more feeling more secure has been it's been nice and good when trying to figure out where I want to go to school.
0: My sentence would be my podcasting leads to exploring perspectives and connectivity, because very similarly to um, Melody, we're able to like. With us three, we're able to see our perspectives on different topics and issues, whether they're fun or whether they're really deep. And then also, like, in seeing what uh, episodes that our listeners listen to, we get to see what they're really interested in. And then when they DM us or answer a poll on our social medias, we can figure out what they think about the issues that we talk about. And that's just, that's very valuable to me. I love it.
3: I guess. My sentence would have to be um, that having a podcast really like allowed me to go on a journey of self-development, self-love and maturity that I think nothing else would have allowed me to have.
1: That is amazing. Thank you all so much for coming onto this podcast and just sharing your experiences. I'm sure everyone really enjoyed this talk. And so now let's give a brief shout out to everyone. So go ahead and share your social medias and where my audience can connect with you.
2: You can follow me anywhere at ThatSoMatthew. I finally got the same uh, username on all platforms. So just check me out. I upload all my episodes to wherever you get your podcasts and YouTube. So that's exciting.
0: <laughs> we are on Instagram at justa.podcast. And in our, our bio, you can see our link tree um, at linktree slash justa.podcast. Make it easy, just like Matthew. Um, and that's where you can find all of our other social medias, as well as different forms that we have to fill out our TikTok, our uh, listening platforms, all of that good stuff.
3: Yes, yeah, same here on our Instagram at podcast, We have a link in our bio to all of our other social medias and forums um, and our TikTok. And you can listen to our podcast in every listening platform.
4: So you can find me and the girly Girl Podcasts on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest at the Girly Girl podcast. And then like everybody else, you can listen anywhere just by searching it. And yeah, make sure to check out everyone's podcasts. They're all super good and very fun.
1: Thank you so much. So with that, make sure to follow Study Break on Instagram and TikTok at the Study Break Podcast. Tune into a new episode every Tuesday. To all the listeners, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for having me.